0: What's going on everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this is Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare. I am joined by the Alley Cat and Rotten Jack once again. Hello friends. Hi. Hello. We are here, we are doing it uh come part of the bicvp radio network www.bicbp-radio.com we are here every tuesday with you guys doing the thing doing the stuff and uh we have a sponsor so let's pause real quick to hear from them the weather is changing and the sun is shining which means summer party season is here and buffalo freddy party rental has everything you need to get your party started from tents tables and chairs to inflatable bounce houses water slides and obstacle courses. buffalo freddy has everything you need to take your summer shindig to the next level not sure what to serve at your event? Buffalo Freddy does barbecue catering as well. For more details or to make reservations, head over to buffalofreddy.com or give them a call at 716-437-3339. That's 716-4FREDDY. Buffalo Freddy is a proud sponsor of this podcast. And welcome back. We are here common debauchery style. It is, there's a big thing coming up this weekend. I'm going to Cooperstown. So's Alley Cat. There's going to be baseball to be played. Rotten Jack is taking care of the cats this is news to me but <laughs> like 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 you were gonna tell us no well, well no right but i <laughs> mean this is this news just, to me i i, I forgot so to sorry, ask first. jack we I, we were talking about going to cooperstown and I, fi- I figured you just assumed that on the plus side you
1: no, don't have to be here
2: in the morning that I is mean, horrible i
3: did kind of assume right but
2: i hadn't heard
1: would, anything we, we
3: would get there don't worry it's fine
1: oh my Men.
0: <laughs> so any whoozles um <laughs> so uh we are you, you only need to do it at night oh, okay her her parents are gonna be here in the morning uh so the other thing that's happening is it's father's day it's who's your daddy day it's who's your daddy day daddy day <laughs> what, what what what's so awkward bud i
1: don't know Carry I, on, please. I
0: enjoy like just awkwardly making Allie giggle uncomfortably. Uh, <laughs> so last year, dialing up the Wayback Machine, around Mother's Day, we told stories of like lies our parents told us that we believed for far too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that was when we talked about Allie getting the birds and the bees conversation oh, when she found God. out that Santa, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy weren't real all on the same day, yeah. wrapped up in a big ball of grow the fuck up. <laughs>
2: Big ball of trauma.
0: Yeah, big ball of childhood trauma. Um, we talked about my dad lying to me about shooting two two big jungle cats at the same time. Yep. Um, other lies that have been told on the show. Gene said he was quitting vaping and he walked into my house with a vape. So we're going to shame him. Well, shame. Shit happens. Shame. Shame. shame.
3: shame. Anyway, so we are going to talk about dads. You didn't have your your little bell there. Like, shame. Ding, 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 ding. Shame. Yeah. Ding, de, ding, ding, ding. Allie wouldn't have understood the shame, that like that reference.
2: I do not understand.
0: It's from Game of Thrones.
2: Okay. Well, there you go. anyway.
0: Anywho. So uh, we're talking about dads, specifically our fathers. Yes. Who currently aren't in heaven.
1: <laughs> I was going to say the same <laughs> Hallowed thing. not be their
0: name. <gasps> oh, no, hallowed be thy name regardless. They are pretty holy fellows. <laughs> My dad is a holy fellow.
1: My dad I mean, is not my my
0: dad. Listen, my dad raised me. He's a saint. I mean, my dad's an asshole. Lee, sure, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> we are we are off to a debaucherous start, friends, which is good because that's kind of the name of the show. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, so Father's Day is coming up this weekend. If you like this, I, this one feels like it gets forgotten about.
1: Yeah, like it mother
0: really does. Mother's Day is a big deal. Uh, sports teams wear pink. All kinds of cool stuff. Like Father's Day just kind of gets brushed off because, you know, Dad's probably outside cutting the grass or something.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: So uh, don't forget about Dad. Go get him a Cabela's gift card because that's really about the only goddamn thing you can get your dad. Cabela's (laughs) gift card, stiff glass of whiskey,
0: maybe a bonfire. He'd appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, I'm hoping to hit at least one home run this weekend dedicated to Dad. (laughs) We'll We'll go with that.
2: You sure got to no. dedicate one to your mom, too, because it's her birthday.
0: That's also true. Which is another reason why dad gets forgotten about on Father's Day.
2: Yeah, it sure is. <laughs>
0: tough. T- and and now it's Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. It's t- like tough day to be dad, tough day to be pops.
2: Lots going on.
0: And uh, so, who wants to start off with the first dad story? I think Allie should.
2: Yeah. Why me? Because it's two okay. against one.
0: No, because Papa Allie Cat. ...is one of the most interestingly put-together human beings in the planet.
2: I love my father. Uh, my dad is an awkward turtle, but also is quite put-together, like you said. I don't know. He's just an interesting this, guy. This
0: guy is the weirdest combination of old-school football coach, like the guy that would grab your face mask and call you a titfucker. fucker. <laughs> And at the same time, he was a school counselor for forty years. Correct. And like, you know, he's
3: counseling his football players during the day, and
2: nope, not quite. motherfucking
0: no. them at night. No, uh, but I mean, so he like he's that old school football coach who was once quoted as saying, "You can't play football with a gu- bunch of gutless pussies." To the point that that I quote mean, it's true. That quote is on the wall in his weight room in his basement. Correct. It's fucking fantastic. So, but he's also like a big goofball.
2: Oh, giant goofball. He's
0: he's referred to as, what is it? Uncle...
2: Uncle Careful.
0: Uncle Careful. Uncle
2: Careful. You're inspiring me because I came here with one story to tell, and now I'm thinking of many more.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to let you fire off first about Papa Alley Cat. Uncle Careful. Uncle Careful.
2: So my dad, well... I guess I could start with I was I'm the firstborn, so obviously you know dad's girl you know the number one child in the family and I when I was little used to take my dad shopping around the house so I had a you know those dogs that like were on a red plastic leash and, like, you would, like, pull them behind you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Kind of. Like, toys from our childhood kind of thing. Like, it was really old. Um, It was, like, wooden. Anyway, I would walk around with that trailing behind me. I would wear, like, all of my dress-up clothes. I would make my dad wear dress-up clothes and we would walk around the house and pretend that we were shopping. Or my dad and I would play like Disney princess and I would always be Ariel and like I would make my dad be Prince Eric and my mom be the evil the evil sea witch Oh my god for for so, <laughs> <poor
0: Genesis. laughs>
2: Um so obviously just had a lot of good times with my dad when I was little Um God I'm trying to think though like a good funny story that I can tell you about him Um Obviously growing up You know, when you're a teenager, your dad just like tends to want to embarrass you. So it must have been payback for all those times I made him dress up like a girl and wear plastic high heels as we walked around the house shopping. Oh, for sure. So my dad came to pick up my brother and I from school one day in our minivan. Um, And
0: I know this story. This is great.
2: (laughs) He borrowed like, you know, those like puffy vests. That you wear in the winter time. Yes. He borrowed my mom's puffy vest. It is pink. And he wore that. Tidy whiteies, And boots. And that's how he picked us up from school.
3: Please tell me he got out of the car. He
2: did not. He did not. Thank God. Because he was on a school property. He probably would have been like arrested. Oh,
0: that's true. And so the funny part about this story is this is psychological warfare on a next level. Because... Nobody knew that like I OK, they probably saw the pink bubble vest, but like the like the embarrassment there is, oh, my God, my dad's in a bubble vest and tighty whiteys and he's picking me up from school. Oh, my God, what if somebody sees and to this day, like you probably like your skin probably still crawls just a little bit at that thought of that aged you getting in that vehicle at that time and you're the only, you and your brother are the only two that saw it aside from maybe the bubble vest <laughs> like that's how psychologically advanced this man's brain works in the warfare department yeah <laughs> he's a he's a hero he's an absolute hero
2: not all heroes wear capes sometimes Some they of, wear a bubble vest a tidy whities yep Aww.
0: most heroes tend to wear their underwear on the outside <laughs> they do
2: my brother and I used to be obsessed <laughs> with Captain Underpants when we were younger, and I feel like my dad was just like emulating that that day.
3: Well, Captain Underpants was
0: fantastic I when know. we were growing up, so <laughs> I had to be introduced to Captain Underpants with the recent movie that just came out.
2: Yes, it was not quite. As... You didn't
3: you didn't read no. Captain Underpants as a kid?
0: Oh my no. God, it was like
2: my favorite thing.
0: I loved Captain Me too. Underpants.
3: Yeah, this was not something that made my childhood. I always hated the part of the book where it's like, all right, put your hand here like this and flip the page back back and forth real quick.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I would have ripped the book. Mm-hmm. I
3: did multiple times.
0: Yeah. that's why I wouldn't like that.
2: Anyway, those are that's that's my first story about my father. I have many more, but I'm right, not Ar- gonna. All right, RJ,
0: this. what do you got?
3: Uh, uh, I mean, it's not so much funny for my dad because he was sick as a dog during this. But the time he had a bad clam while we were camping. Oh boy, that that Sounds doesn't sound like fun. Kind no, I mean of it was it was very shitty. Uh. <laughs> It was wah, wah, wah. <laughs> It was hysterical to be watching him, like running, yet like power walking, and like holding his ass. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my man was peekabooing on the way up because like we were we we're kind of like at the bottom of like a hill. Okay, set, set the scene for it. where were you camping? Uh, we were down in Little Valley somewhere. Okay, so we we're d- we we're at like a. We're on, like, a plateau. Like, the, the entire campground was kind of on a hill. Mm-hmm. So, like, we had to go up a hill to get to, like, the area where we were camping. And then, like, a big open area. And then you had to go up another hill to get to, like, the bathroom and the showers. That was probably, hmm, maybe about an eighth of a mile up up the hill from, like, where we were, like, camping. Okay. Not, not too far, but, you know far enough and we had clams and he got a bad one and spent the rest of the weekend shit in his pants and it was hilarious watching him running up the hill and then walking back down just looking completely defeated because he didn't make it all the time
0: oh (laughs) Oh, poor guy
3: and like the,
0: the fact that you described him like like that hand on your ass, like heel first walk shuffle to clinch your <laughs> ass. She's just that little bit extra.
3: Yeah, is first
0: off fantastic. Having met your father and knowing what he looks like, like it, it adds to the humor. Yeah, um, I I feel terrible for him. I've been there.
3: Oh yeah, like we all we all felt terrible, but like you couldn't help but laugh. Oh sure, but at the same like you just all of a sudden you describe the man you know, like he's, turtle like turtle head poking he's, out. He's like, just, you know he's sitting there. You know he's a little under the weather, and then all of a sudden, like mid conversation, he's like, "Oh shit!"
1: <laughs>
3: and as he shuffles away, someone goes, "Literally, yeah, pretty
0: much." <laughs> oh boy. Oh man.
2: That reminds me of a vacation I took with my parents recently. It was like, I don't know, four, five years ago, six years ago. It was six, when we, six years ago. It was when we first met. So it we was, went. To- it was actually.
0: Just to see her before we started dating. officially.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. So we went to Clearwater, Florida, and we rented an Airbnb. It was like not far from the beach. We would just like walk to the beach in the mornings. And we decided to make a giant pitcher of summer beer. So for those of you who do not know what summer, What's beer, summer, beer? <laughs> summer beer is. Summer beer is a 30 rack of beer. I'll be
3: honest, I honestly don't know what summer beer is, so I'm I'm interested here.
2: It's a thirty rack of beer, a handle of vodka, sometimes two, depending de- de- on depending how depending s- upon the chef. Yeah, depending on how squirrely you want to get. And a tub of powdered lemonade. So literally it is just liquor and beer.
3: It sounds almost like Tucker it's Death all mix alcohol. that I used to make and put in a camelback.
2: Yeah, it's a we, time we
0: used to call this mind erasers. Hmm. We yeah. would, when and and then if you made, if you made it with pink lemonade, it was a pussy mind eraser.
2: We used to drink it at the sorority house all the time, but we would make it in giant like plastic totes. And what
3: kind of like beer would you use for this? Is there what, whatever whatever thirty no. rack you had laying around?
2: Yeah, like, um, I mean realistically, like looking at it now, it would be awesome if you could make it with Natterdays.
0: Natterday, yeah. but like Day night's all right.
2: But realistically, you could do anything right. Um anyway, we made a giant picture of it, and we were filling up like water bottles and taking them to the beach. This specific morning, we got to the beach pretty early. It was like nine thirty in the morning, and we were just like all standing in the water, like right at the edge, just dr- sipping our drinks, having conversations. Like it was pretty casual. Like nothing crazy was going on. Um, but, we were out there for maybe an hour or two, I don't know, something like that, and continually drinking the whole time. None of us really ate breakfast, and um, my dad just got super, super drunk really fast, like looks over at us, like, "I'm, I'm going home, and he just, like, took off and walked home and was, like, I think he, like, tripped over something, like, fell on the beach, like, I've never seen him like this. He was so (laughs) giggly. It was ridiculous. My dad giggles like a schoolgirl. I wish I was kidding.
3: True story. It happens so often. We probably need to get all three of our dads together drinking because my dad is a fucking fantastic time when he's drinking.
2: (laughs) My dad is too. But this time he was vomiting like crazy. I found him vomiting in the shower when i got back to the airbnb and i had to like bring him water and he passed out on the bed face down with his ass up in the air he slept the whole day away it was quite hilarious i felt very bad for him he
3: was fucked up by 11 o'clock in the morning and missed the entire day
2: yep but i mean summer beer will do that to you we've all been there oh yeah so he so, summer will...
0: beer is like a, just a different flavor of jungle juice. It's, it's oh, just yeah. not yeah. as sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've
3: ever like knowingly seen my father drunk. Oh, I have multiple times. I had to. I had to. <laughs> this is another one. I had to drive all the way from my parents' house in Cheektowaga to like Kenmore Tonawanda, like kind of where you play uh, yeah. baseball up there. Uh, to pick him up because he was shit-faced <laughs> on like Easter Sunday or like good like like what, what's the day out like Dingus Day? Yeah, oh isn't it?
0: Oh my God. Or
3: maybe it was Good Friday. I don't know.
0: It like, was one so, of those. so it goes Ash Wednesday, Good yeah, Friday. Yeah. Easter Sunday, the day of the Dingus.
3: Yeah. It was it was somewhere around there that he went to his buddy's house and he was in rare form. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, my
0: my dad, my entire childhood, like I never really my my dad never really drank when I was a kid, at least not in front of us, ever, like ever. To the point that he always made the joke that he was a six pack guy. Drink two, spill two, give two away, and like we, like we would help friends of ours who had horses growing up, like bale hay and stuff in the summer, and at the end all the like. Everyone like, oh, I have a beer, have a beer, have a beer. My dad, like one time, I remember my dad having a beer. And like, oh, Ronnie, you want another one? He's like, nope, I'm good. And they're like, come on, like really? Like, we have a couple of beers. And he's like, no, I'm good. He's like, I'll he goes he goes he goes I'll I'll have a six pack. He goes, give me one more, then you can spill two and give two away, and that'll be my six pack. And like that was just his thing, right? Now he drinks whiskey and Red stag and stuff like that. Now, especially now that like we're old enough to drink, and you know he in vibes with us sometimes. I've seen my mom drunk.
1: <laughs> my dad helped
0: me get my mom drunk once. I was there that day. You were. That was the first time you met my family when it mom wanted was. shots.
2: It was. It was the first time I met your family.
0: Fun fact, mom did not want shots, but dad was on board with getting mom drunk and get and like be like, I'm, I'm driving home. Get mom shots. That
2: was actually this time last year because that was mom's birthday. Very true. Not last year. Oh my God, six years ago. Yes. But anyway.
0: So um, yeah, like to this day, I've never... If I've seen my dad drunk, I was too drunk to know my dad was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I'm trying to think of events that it would have happened at. And, like, it would have been, like, college graduation party, high school graduation party. Like, either one of those for me or my sister. And that's really it. And, like, a lot of that is my dad's always the driver. Whenever we go anywhere as a family, my dad's driving. Whenever my mom and my dad go somewhere, my dad's driving. Like, that's just how it is. Right. Um, We're going to... Get we we might have to try
2: drunk at our wedding. We
0: might have to uh, and that dad drove home from my sister's wedding, so that wasn't a thing. Your wedding's gonna be a little further away though. Yeah, fair. And and it's gonna end later. Yeah, mm-hmm. not much. Most weddings end like between like ten and eleven. Mm-hmm. This is like twelve thirty, but whatever. Like
2: one a.m. basically.
0: Yeah. So um, my funny dad story. Like my dad has always like shocked me with the things that he can do. Like my dad is, my dad is a jack of all trades mm-hmm. and a master of most. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's unbelievable the stuff that this man knows how I to do. I call
2: him all the time. I'm like, hey, you know the answer to this? I know you do.
0: Like from building things to stuff with cars to, and like everything in between. Like oh, I'm having this issue. Hold on, I might have something for that. And he comes over and like just uses his Pollock ingenuity. Mm -hmm. like to to get it done and (laughs) it's incredible like i i watch the man like when he like he'll help me hang shelves and he comes over and he's got like 19 pieces of like that blue painter's tape yeah and he's moving them all around and all of a sudden like the shelf's level and like i get i get a little bit of this from him so like she'll ask me to help her hang something and i use a string yeah to make sure it's level and like uh here pink and like put it in do it do the thing she's like i hate you i hate that you can do that like it's nowhere near what my dad can do. We have hunting property out in Rushford, New York. Okay, down in the South Towns out in the hills. Amish country. People with beards and no and no mustaches to go with them. Fuck can they run? Um we used to hunt on friends property. They have 111 acres on the top of a hill. My dad's been hunting there since he was probably my age or like when I started hunting. So probably in his 20s he started hunting there. And the stand that we hunted overlooked a cornfield and a cow pasture, and we'd hear like murmur from time to time that like the guy who owned the cornfield was like, "I think they're shooting at my house." This dude's house was five hundred yards over like and then downhill so the ri- <laughs> so there like there was a ridge uphill from the stand then hit like that was five hundred yards away, then his house was another two hundred yards down hill from the top of the ridge but he Jesus. like he like someone was shooting at his house so the one year we show up and the way this ladder or the stand was built it was like 12 feet in the air and it had two by fours nailed into the side to climb up to it it was a hard built stand it was kind of really cool. it was really cool and we show up the one year and all the two by fours were ripped off and we're like fuck how are we getting up there and i'm like uh, i could probably go and it's like this is my stand you little shit I'm like, come on, man. He's like, he goes, oh, don't worry, I'll get up there. Next thing I know, this dude with his surgically repaired fake knee is ninjaing his ass up a fucking tree, <laughs> like hand on here, ass on the tree, foot on the other side of the, like a different branch of the tree, leg on another jo like like joist, and hand up here, and he's just like Crawler Man up the like and this thing's 12 feet in the fucking air if you've met our family we are not small people he's not the youngest man on the planet either and he was able to shimmy his ass up that tree and i'm like i just standing there in awe, like what the fuck he gets his ass up there and he goes hey asshole hand me my gun <laughs> like so no i have to hand him his gun up the fucking tree <laughs> and then like i'm sitting there like if this dude falls i'm gonna have to like i'm going to try to catch him and it's not gonna end well for anyone He hunted, like, for five days straight in that tree stand. Would not let me hunt it. And the next year, we brought a ladder. (laughs) He shimmied that tree for five days. Five days. days, And, like, it's cold. Like, day one, you're like, you're out there. You feel good. Like, yeah, let's go. And, like, by the day, like, four, especially when you're on top of a hill with wind just hitting you in the face all day. Like, your body starts to hurt. You're not doing anything. Like, you start to get beat up, a little beat up. You know, you're cold. You're sitting outside. Like. Joints get stiff, like nope. Every day, up the tree. (laughs) The man's a ninja.
3: Well, I mean, by the third day, he just had a down path how to do it. Yeah, he
0: had a system by then. I'm surprised he didn't build a ladder out of a tree nearby while he was bored because it was a slow season that year. (laughs) And then he hit the biggest deer of his life at that point that was the 250 yards with a deer slug that I told you about that one time. Oh, Jesus. The man does amazing things.
2: He is incredible, truly. He is. What else we got? Uh, um, My dad. My dad was always sleeping or like he was the one who was around when we got in trouble. Oh, sure. But dad was always really scary when he yelled, too. So it was yeah. just like, you know, one of those things. It was like a... Double-edged sword, I guess you could say. So I have a couple things here. My We had a guest bedroom before my youngest brother was born. And so and there's we,
0: Ben ruining everything.
2: This had to be when I was like five. Because Ben was born when I was like six or seven. So it was probably five or six. Um, which made my other brother three. Sure. Two or three. Probably three. So we used to... We used to steal food like marshmallows or chocolate chips. And while my dad, like, I don't know why we felt the need to like go into this guest bedroom while my dad was sleeping in there. Because he would go in there because there was a TV in that room to like watch football and then he would fall asleep. So why did we have this idea? Like, exactly. It is dad stuff. I don't know why we had this idea. Don't turn the
3: channel. I'm watching that. (laughs) You've been snoring
1: for three hours. Exactly.
2: Oh, my God. My dad snored so bad um anyway why we thought it was a good idea to do this when he was in there instead of like when he was somewhere else I don't know but there was an armoire in that room so my dad is snoring away we walk in with our chocolate chips and marshmallows and we climb into the armoire and we are pretending that we are squirrels in a tree we are like stuffing our faces full of marshmallows and chocolate chips like chipmunk cheeks like (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah my dad the image
0: of your uh, like of nick doing that is even better i
2: know well so then around the same time this was actually all around the same time i don't know what was going on when we were like anywhere between like nick was like two to three or four and i was like five six or seven i don't know what was happening in our lives that like all of this happened all at the same time but there was a time that my dad took us to a basketball game at one of the schools that he was working at And um, my brother pulled the fire alarm. (laughs) Yeah. My dad was holding him and he just reached out. That's the best part. Pulled the fire alarm. And I guess I shamed him the whole way home. Um, You know, little five-year-old, four-year-old Allie. (laughs) Yeah. It was great.
0: Just swinging that shame bell all day It was also
2: around the same time that... We stole Tic Tacs from Vicks on the way home from church. Oh, this
3: story is awesome, too.
2: I don't want to tell it. I'm just saying that that's something that happened. Um, I
3: feel like we need to confess your (laughs) sins. I got it. Don't worry. Finish your
1: story.
2: Okay. And then um, I locked myself in my closet. I had a massive like, walk-in closet. I locked myself in my closet when I was six years old. My dad was building the gazebo and the shed that are in our backyard and my mom was out shopping or getting her hair done or something, and I cut my hair, and it was <laughs> really bad. It was really not good. So yeah, I, I all of those things happened at like the same time, and it was always when dad was sleeping, sleeping or with us in some capacity. Dad was taking us home from church. Dad, dad was dad was us- in
3: charge and wasn't paying
2: attention. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My poor father
0: can't let your guard down around these guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure can't.
0: So Ali and her brother were in a in a, a, a grocery store one day.
2: It was it was Vix,
0: and they went to walk out, and Papa Alley Cat noticed that there was a funny shape in the pocket of Nick,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's like, "What's that?" And if correct me if I'm wrong, but Nick grabs it <laughs> and goes nothing.
2: No, <laughs> he did not. He said that shape oh, that shape just got there.
0: <laughs> the, the best part is...
2: He was three. I mean, like...
0: Hey, listen, he's, what, 23, 25 right now, somewhere in there? 26. So he would, he, that would be the same excuse he'd use today. <laughs> he probably would. He'd just be like, oh, that? That just got there.
2: Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Classic Nick, even at three.
0: So uh, Papa Alley Cat marched them back in to this Vix. There happened to be a cop walking in or walking out or something that had like he had them like he, he wanted this cop to like scare the like scare straight type thing right and the cop kind of did the job but like not nearly as like hardcore dedicated as he would have liked he would have liked and this is like this has become such a lore in the Alley Cat household that people get Tic Tacs for Christmas every year <laughs> not just up, like and it would be really really funny if it was like a single. Like, one single thing of Tic Tacs. It's a big and Costco pack. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I was really confused my first uh, my first Christmas Wonderful. with the family. Like, why, like, am why, I do I, why am I getting Tic Tacs? And then I heard the story.
2: Yeah. My family just likes to abuse each other, apparently, because it's between the Tic Tacs and then my brother's buying my father joke jerseys every
1: oh year my for God. Christmas. This poor guy. Yeah.
0: So, um,
3: what else you got there, RJ? So, we used to go uh, to, like, a family reunion every year. Like, my aunt and uncle have a place on Rushford Lake. Oh, yeah. Interesting. yeah, we used to go there every year. Usually around, right around my birthday, actually, because we used to celebrate, like, my birthday and my cousin's birthday. There was, like, three or four of us that all had birthdays right there. So, it was... Kind of do as you please down there, you know. I started drinking at I think about fifteen while we were down there. That was that was sure. fun. Um, but my dad, <laughs> <laughs> my dad. Oh, my poor dad! The one year we tried to get on a jet ski together. This, uh, su- this sounds like it went well. We flipped off it three times at the dock trying to get on (laughs) this fucking thing. Like he would get on and be like, all right, all right, get on, Gene. All right. As soon as I got on, as soon as I like sat my ass in the seat, the fucking thing would just tip over. After the third time, we just gave up. Yeah, I don't (laughs) blame you. I'm surprised you tried three times. Uh, Well, we're Polish. We're not exactly the smartest people on the planet. Which leads me into my other story about Rushford it was the time that late in the evening I I want to say my dad decided he wanted to go fishing or something. Okay. Someone had a canoe. He'd been drinking all day. Did he tip a canoe? Oh, even better. Even better. <laughs> tell tell me, <laughs> you sunk, tell me he
0: sunk the fucking
3: thing. No.
0: Oh. I got
3: excited for a
2: second. Maybe stop trying to guess the story and let him tell it. All right, I'll
3: show up. So this man, who had been drinking all day, decides he wants to go fishing at about dusk. Now, at that point, it's starting to get a little chilly on the water. Sure. So we're all wearing, like, jeans and hoodies. He gets in the canoe by himself. Where do you sit in a canoe when you're by yourself? In the middle. Generally, yeah. Not this man.
2: <laughs> what did he do? What did he do? <laughs> he sat in the back.
3: This man sat in the back seat. Because like, that's how you drive a boat. Motor's in the back. You drive the boat from the back. <laughs> this, I, listen, I get it. This <laughs> man sat in the back seat. This man started paddling this canoe, and it looked like a fucking gondola <laughs> because the front end of this canoe was about two feet out of the fucking water. You it was it, really easy. It, to, it looked like to the scene from Shallow Hell, where like oh God, the front yes. end of the the boat
0: is way up out of the water. For those of you who've never seen Shallow Hell, Shallow Hell is a movie where a guy sees the inner beauty of people, not their outward appearance. It is a very non PC movie because like the woman, like the woman he ends up like being with is massive, like yeah. very very large. And so the joke is he sees this like slim, attractive model sitting Pwynt in the yeah. yeah, Sitting in the boat with him, and he for some reason on the on the front of the boat is up out of the water and she and he was like, I don't know, like there's gotta be something wrong with the balance of this boat, but then like you see it from somebody else's eyes,
3: you understand. Hmm. But like that's so that's the So Boating's about balance. This man is in the back of the fucking boat paddling. Gets about 20 feet off the dock. Gets hit with the wake from a passing boat. (laughs) All you heard was, oh, shit.
0: (laughs) Splash. I feel like, oh, shit is your dad's go-to. Pretty much.
2: Yeah, I mean, you definitely just, like, emulated his energy there when you said it. I heard it, like, as if it was him saying it, too. So.
3: Uh, So, meanwhile, we are all... Pissing our pants, standing on the dock oh, watching sure. him.
2: Of course.
3: He was almost drowning because he was like <laughs> in oh like God. a hoodie and jeans and like sneakers and all this stuff. My cousin was the only one that was smart enough. Like he grabbed the jet ski keys and like ran down the dock and like jumped on the jet ski to go out and get him. Oh, Jesus. Because the rest of us were just pissing our pants, watching him like flail around in the water and remember like, the time i'm pretty da- sure he lost his rod his tackle box like
0: remember the time dad died and we all thought it was hilarious and nobody <laughs> ever laughed again oh
3: <laughs> like, like <laughs> it was it was fucking hilarious though because just the scene he's just in the back of the boat we're all just like this guy's a fucking idiot like why is he in the back of the boat like why isn't he in the middle and then he gets hit by the wake and flips the fucking canoe oh man that's awesome! Oh god, probably not awesome for
0: him, but awesome nonetheless.
3: Oh, he probably he'll probably laugh about it when he listens to this. He'll be like, "Oh my god, I forgot about that."
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure I told the story on the podcast
0: the, at one point or another about the time that I stabbed myself in the face and specifically, in oh the my eye god, I hate this a, story w- with
3: a stick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Playing Ninja Turtles,
0: right? Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was yeah. That was one of those uh, when Dad was watching the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I damn near lost an eye. Yeah. I took you to the hospital. Don't tell my wife. Yeah. Who works there? Who worked like took me to yeah. the hospital that mom worked at. Don't tell my wife. She came home the next morning and found out <laughs> yeah. that her son like damn near lost his right eye. Um, yeah. So that was fun. But uh, I think one one of my favorite parts about my dad is again he is a jack of all trades and a master of most of them. He. So he was in the Navy, and he was a... In the Navy, you can sail the seven seas and, in the Navy. Well, when he was stationed in Greece, he was on an aircraft carrier, and he was on the crash crew. He,
1: okay. He, stem, yeah, yeah, yeah. he
0: stemmed that into a career as a nurse. He started in, in the ER, worked his way up to the um, the psych floor, which he eventually ended up becoming the manager thereof. When you work on a psych floor... And now you're a barber, so you deal with people all the time. You are a therapist and deal with people all the time. I work at day camp and deal with people all the time. We all in different forms, like deal with people and their problems. Sure. My dad lived in a world where all of these problems were like severe mental health diagnosis. Like okay. you don't get checked into the psych floor of a hospital without being like. That guy hears nine different voices in his head, like these. Like this is extreme. Like this is like the worst of the worst. Like I know you deal with this every day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but like these are the admitted patients. Like these are the people who go into in like in crisis mode in shit. Like up shit's creek mm-hmm. through the paddle at the guy who wasn't there sitting next to him.
1: Yeah, type, type sure. shit.
0: And I painting a picture with the English language. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> so. He got like he, he found ways to deal with people and he learned a lot along the way. My dad is also a large fan of me as his son. He should be like your father's is of you guys and I don't everything know about else. that. Um, my dad every now and again, my dad shows up to a, a game that I'm either playing or coaching. And he just my dad's a baseball fan, too. So that helps. Like he'll just come and watch a game sometime, even if I'm, even if I'm just coaching. Sure. Because then on the way home, I get the hey, so like number 15, like what's his deal? Like, and we talk about it. Yeah. And he, uh, so he comes to a game once. I was coaching a 14U team and we're playing in Williamsville. Now, at this point, no, no, like none of the other parents on the team know who my parents are because they've never been around. Sure. And my catcher at the time hits this like weak pop up for the third time in the game. And I'm, I'm the third base coach. He heads over to the bench after popping out. And my assistant coach, Jeff, is calling the kid over to talk to him to tell, like, hey, this is what you're doing. Like, you're on it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they, this kid's dad is, like, trying to get the kid's attention to get, like, to, like, talk to the kid about his swing. And my assistant is, like, positioning himself between the dad and the kid so that he's like, no, no, no you're here with me. Like, the coaches are doing it. Like, your dad can talk to you about his thing, about the, your swing, at, like, on the ride home. Right now, you're ours. This dude gets pissed, gets like like the dad. Oh, God. He yeah. is fucking irritated. Now, <laughs> he's also a career state CO to the point that he has worked his way up to lieutenant at this point. He is not used to saying something and not being listened to. Sure. So when he's telling his kid, come here, and the other coach is, like, or the coach is not letting his kid mirror. <laughs> like, yeah he got really really angry well he's like starting to swear make a scene and my dad who's sitting in the bleachers right there with my mom sitting right in front of him goes hey buddy let the coaches do the job do their job that's what they're out there for what'd you just say to me let the coaches do what they're like let them do what they're paid to do and the guy looks at me goes who the hell are you he goes not who I am doesn't matter. Like, but if you want if you want a coach, talk to the guy who runs the program and get a jersey. Be a coach next year. Who the hell do you think you are? And this dude gets up in the bleachers and gets in my dad's face. Now, again, my dad's not a small man, and he spends his he spent his life at the time dealing with absolute, like often violent Sure. Yeah. Like mental health patients. Including like the guy who put his fist through shatterproof glass that's impressive Uh uh-huh and so this guy is in my dad's face now one of the and this is a a, a little pro tip for those listening at home um the one of the easiest ways to de-escalate somebody screaming at you is just be super nice nope just
2: talk quieter
0: speak softer because when you speak softer they have to shut up to listen to respond it de escalates the situation.
2: I do it all the time in therapy.
0: So, this dude is in my dad's face. His belly is pretty much bumping up against my mom, which props to old, my old man for like keeping his shit about him and just like, who the, do you have a kid on this team? And he's like, yeah, I do. Why? He's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I do. And like and it just yeah and it just, it frustrates him, but he 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 can no longer be the one yelling because the other guy's not yelling back, so he just looks like an idiot. Mm-hmm. He understands that it deescalates the situation. This guy goes walking away. This guy doesn't have a kid on the team. I've never seen this guy before. Blah, blah 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 blah. Whatever. About two games later, my parents show up to a game because it's right around the corner from where my sister lived, and she walked her dog there. He's not there. His wife is, who was there for the entire incident. Hmm. I walk over, talk to him, blah blah blah. She looks at the woman sitting next to her, and goes, "Who is that that uh, the nightmare is talking to?" Oh, that's his, the, those are his parents. What?
1: <laughs> yeah, those are those,
0: those are the nightmare's parents. Uh, I'm gonna fucking kill him. This woman was the most <laughs> soft spoken, like barely said "boo." You'd, you'd see her like, "Oh hey, how you doing?" And she'd be like, "Hi," like just just very very. Apparently, she went home and damn near whooped his ass. You know who that was? You know who that was that you screamed at a couple games ago? Who was that asshole? That asshole was the nightmare's father. Oh fuck! <laughs>
3: the next game, this dude shows
0: up. We're at the same field we were at near my sister's house, right? He comes up, goes to apologize to me. I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter who it was because he's like, oh, it's, fa- it's family. It's family. I should never. Like, if I don't know, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, what if that was a bigwig from the like multi international company that sponsors us? That dude would be calling people and being like, "Take our name off this crap now!" Yeah, I'm like that's a big problem. No, no, no. But if it's your father, it's your-. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It was like he's like, "Oh, you tell him I'm sorry." I Go well. He just pulled in. You can tell him yourself. And I walked away. Had <laughs> did not tell my father this at all. So this guy like walked over, kind of shuffled his feet a little bit. And he's like, "Hey, oh, Mr. Nightmare, uh, I just wanted to apologize for what happened the other day. But well, I was out of line." And he, my dad's like listen man I, I get it but like my point still stands like if you want to coach coach like you know yeah. you, you know the drill like, your kid's been playing for my kid forever like you, you know the drill yeah but like i i should have never went off on you like that if i would not known you were his father and he's my dad's like it doesn't matter if i'm his father like i could have been anybody like said the exact same thing i said without even talking about it it was awesome well right. oh, i'm just really sorry like i said if i would have known you were his dad i would have never okay Yeah. Uh, 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 He tells me this and I'm just like, This entire exchange was awesome. (laughs) I wish it didn't happen, but since it did, that was sweet. Right? Mouth ninja. (laughs) Word ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Can climb trees and talk down angry COs. He's great.
2: (laughs) It's so interesting, like the different dynamics of like who our who our dads are. Right. So my dad, why are you laughing? You don't even know what I'm going to say. She
0: literally said my dad and he starts laughing. Tell the story. Go ahead.
2: Well, uh, what story do you think I'm telling?
0: I will tell you if I'm right. Go ahead.
2: I I feel like I know what story you think I'm going to tell and I'm not going to tell that one. Okay, go ahead. So I, my dad, we, as we told you at the beginning of this episode is called uncle careful Um, and the reason is because my, I feel like I get my anxiety from my dad. Actually, I probably get it from both my parents, but I don't think my dad is aware of how anxious he is as a person. And, um, we kind of learned that when we went to Colorado to visit my uncle, David. Now, my uncle, David is not actually my uncle. He's my dad's best friend from seventh grade. And they kind of like lost touch over the years. He was in my dad's wedding, but like then they lost touch. And when I was in seventh grade, we were up at Crystal Beach in Canada, just like hanging out for a week. We got a a cottage there, and David called my grandma and was like, "Hey, like we're in the area. Like I kind of wanted to see if I could like reconnect with Uncle Careful." And uh, my grandma was like, "Well, that's really interesting because you just said that you're in Canada, not far from the border, and he's actually in Canada too. He's at Crystal Beach, so we met my uncle David. Well, I met him for the first time. Um, his oldest daughter was one at the time, um, and they had like a million dollar cottage on like I like guess. beach house, yeah, beach oh, house geez. on a private beach, <clears throat> like." Oh, about 30 minutes past where we were. So then every single summer after that, like we would go up and see him and they, the two of them together are hilarious. Oh my God. They're ridiculous. So like my uncle David is dyslexic. He, he, he. He's also going to be officiating our wedding. I was going to
3: say this is the guy who's oh, officiating yeah. your wedding, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and when when, <laughs> we, asked him, when we asked so him, this is going to be
3: great.
2: When we asked him, he sobbed. He cried, yeah. Uh,
3: so this,
0: this
2: is he also be, cried on the phone with us when we when is, we were engaged. Like yes. when we told him we got engaged. This is so.
3: going to be great watching him try to read. So
0: uh, shit I don't uncle, think he's uncle,
2: going to not cry.
3: Uncle careful.
0: Has said he's in charge of making sure that
2: yes. So Uncle, Uncle David, David is coming. He's coming to Buffalo in a couple weeks, and he and my dad are going to sit down together and like my dad's going to read him the officiating like like completion course completion so that sure. he can become an officiant for our wedding. So my dad is just like it, he helps him get through shit. That's what they do.
0: <laughs> and this, this guy is just on another level. It's great. It's seriously
2: so great. Like they went to go and get, they weren't, they were going to go to my brother's lacrosse game back in Buffalo. But so they were, they were leaving Canada and they got in the car and my dad looks at David and goes, Hey, do you have your, does everyone have their ID? Cause obviously, you know, you need your ID to cross the border. And David was like, Oh no, no, no. I got to get it. So he runs back into the house and my dad's like waiting. Like this is just an example of like how my dad can be like anxious and responsible. Like he like as goofy as he is, like obviously doesn't want to get held up at the border. So David comes back out with ice cream sandwiches for everybody in the car. (laughs) (laughs) They get to the border. He got distracted by the ice cream sandwiches and never grabbed his ID. Oh,
3: Jesus. Fuck.
2: So David somehow sweet talks the border <laughs> patrol agents. They make it happen. It's all fine. But my dad was like mortified and was like, "David, are you fucking kidding me?" So now whenever we see David, we have ice cream sandwiches. Um and that is just, you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg with David. He is a fucking character. And, and when he and my he gets dad gets next to yeah. Oh my God, oh the my two God. of them are hilarious. They're so funny. They will FaceTime each other.
1: It's like and-
0: Dumb and Dumber. Uh, one of their favorite things to do together when they're in the same area is to go shopping and buy the things to make an apple pie from scratch, and then they make an apple pie together. And like
2: they do that over FaceTime though too. That's what I was just about right. to say no shit mm-hmm. they'll it's, bake it's apple hilarious. pies on facetime it's so funny like what is this like i don't even know they're so, and they look like they they really do look like they could be brothers they are just oh my god they, they kill me they're so, so, so great so, funny. so anyway um after all of these years <laughs> of like going to visit them in canada over the summer and whatever we they sold the beach house um So they would still come through Buffalo because they would take a cross-country trip every year and go up to Maine. Um, And we would see them every summer. There was always like some kind of like party or something that we would do and like have a lot of fun. But we went to Denver one year where they live. Um, I think it was like Easter break or something like that. And... It's gorgeous there. Like, I don't know if any if you've ever been. Mm-mm. I don't know if any of our listeners have ever been, but it is so beautiful. I don't know. That, maybe that's just me because I'm obsessed with mountains. But, like, it's so cool. So we took a trip up Pikes Peak on a train. And at the top of Pikes Peak, there is a little donut shop that, like, they only make donuts at that, like, level of elevation or something mm-hmm. like that. So we went in there and this is this is a story about David I'm realizing I just forgot that it wasn't my dad that did this because my dad does this so freaking often but David crop dusted somebody in this donut shop (laughs) to the point where everybody was gagging and the (laughs) shop like cleared out. (laughs) But like honestly that could have been my dad because my dad does stuff like that all the time. Anyway I'm getting so off track so another day we decide we're going to go on a hike to this glacier and we have to drive through the mountains to get to this glacier. It's going up like switchbacks. And there's like no rail on the side of the road. And like it's it honestly is unnerving. It is really scary. Like if you've never driven a switchback before, like going up mountains. Anyway, we get to the top. My dad is holding on to the oh shit handle for dear life. And he's like, oh, my God, David, David. Like my David is peeing his, himself laughing over the fact that my dad is terrified. He's like. If he could have both hands and both feet on this oh shit handle, he he damn near did. And he's like ghost white. The kids are all in the back. We're watching fucking Finding Nemo having a blast. And we get to the top of this mountain and we still have to go on a hike up to the glacier. And we all get out of the car. We pay for parking. And this couple comes out of the woods and they're like they saw that we had young kids with us. And um, they look at. I think it was my dad, and said, oh, hey, just so you know, like, we see you have young kids. There's mountain lions that were just spotted. Um, They like to pick, like, little kids off the back of the pack, so just make sure that, like, you're aware of, like, what's going on when you're in there. And my dad was like, nope, we're leaving. So after all of that terrified, (laughs) like, driving up the mountain stuff, he...
0: Pulled the plug on the hike because mountain lions.
2: Because mountain lions. And David was like, we just paid for parking. (laughs) Like... Nope, we're done. And back down we went oh, and he man. was shitting a brick. And that's part of why we call him Uncle Careful. There's just lots of things that my dad is like very like.
0: Which like if you met him, you wouldn't peg him for that. Not at all. Like if you met him, you'd like you be like, oh, my God, like this dude's like that. Again, he's that old school like football coach, right. you know, like just gritty like strong muscular dude and you're just like you wouldn't expect him to be grabbing the oh shit handle on a car ride right like meanwhile i'm the one that's like listen if you're gonna crash this bitch, do it right i don't want to limp away like i don't i don't want to live with like losing a limb or in a wheelchair like i just just do it right bury the damn thing
3: right Right. that that the crop dust thing reminds me of the time that my dad temporarily shut down a ride at fantasy island and blamed it on me
2: no uh, what
3: <laughs> all right so we are we are a little short on time this is, this so tell is, it quick. This is a pretty quick one
2: <laughs> so
3: we we're at all we we're all at fantasy island like be my mom my dad my brother my aunt my dad goes on the patriot now you guys know what the patriot is right actually no <laughs> it's one of those that you it's kind of like the pirate ship but oh, okay. it will actually like go go all the way over like like the ranger at
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh yeah
3: yeah the the ranger at during like so he goes on that
1: by himself or yeah
3: by himself okay like i I don't think i was big enough to go on it yet got it um he got very queasy after that oh no so we're just like okay let's just take a nice saunter over to the ferris wheel (laughs) we'll we'll ride something Nice and nice and easy as a family. <laughs> we get to the top of the fucking Ferris wheel. My dad blows chunks <laughs> all over the fucking gondola.
2: Oh my God.
3: <laughs> we get to the bottom. This man looks at the Fantasy Island attendant. <laughs> grabs me. And goes... So sorry. Little man got sick while we were up top. This son of a bitch blew chunks in the Ferris wheel and blamed me.
0: So at this point, they now have to keep it rolling all the way through, get everyone off, get back to yours to clean it. Because they can't pause to clean it while people are all the way up top. Right. Like, Jesus, that's awesome.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That, but this, this but that, man but blamed me. Of
0: course he did. That's what kids are for. <laughs> Listen, he could have popped a squat. We've definitely
2: all taken the blame for something dad He could have popped a yeah, squat definitely. and fucking
0: left a coil on the middle of the fucking thing, and it would have been your fault. Right. Like, that's just how that
3: works. You're a kid. still hey, one of the funniest you, things. Because, like, it was it was almost like that scene from uh, The Ringer. Like, when the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs>
1: cuz like he's like
3: oh we're so sorry and i looked at him like i didn't fucking puke
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we we don't understand as kids but like part of our job is to eat shit for
3: our parents for a little right. while until like
0: they so can, can know we can laugh
2: like, about it someday yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, like man. it's probably one of my favorite things like the funniest things he's ever done to me personally that
2: uh, man this episode didn't even scratch the surface it really didn't
0: no.
1: i
2: told
0: i told two stories like
2: I definitely monopolized, and I apologize. But also, like, I still have way many, like, so many more stories.
3: Here's the thing: you're uh, like a special guest kind of deal, like making cameo appearances. So (laughs) these poor people had to listen to me in the nightmare week after week. Uh, So that's true. We like to call her part-time help. Yeah, part-time help. Part-time
0: help.
2: help. Okay.
1: Seasonal help. Per diem.
0: Per diem. Per diem. So (laughs) um, you will hear her more when we do and dive into our. Comedy debauchery drive time episodes yeah uh, we have one recorded i have to mock it's it up it's actually
2: pretty good it,
0: it is pretty funny um just kind of talking shit but <laughs> uh it's funny you'll, you'll laugh about that when you hear it but um that's not gonna we're gonna put a couple drive time episodes on the normal channel to kind of introduce people to them and then we're gonna open up the patreon that way uh but we have to get it like what we don't want like that one to be Yeah, that one's not like,
2: you know, the first drive time. It's just really not. We're
0: we're hoping to get a few done on our way to and from Cooperstown. we got a long
2: ride. Yeah, three three and and a half half hours.
0: hours. So uh, you guys can look forward to that. You can look forward to next week. We're doing a live episode. We're doing a live cooking episode where RJ and I are going to pick our favorite TikTok recipe and give it the old college try live on Facebook. So that'll be fun. Uh, We haven't decided what we're cooking yet, but we're going to do it. And uh, we're going to test out the brand new wireless microphone system. Yes. So that'll be fun. And I mean, a lot of exciting things because that's going to be episode. This is episode 74. Holy shit. Holy shit. Like un-fucking-real. But uh, we're getting there. We're moving right along. We've been pretty damn consistent for the most part. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in, listening, staying with us. Uh, again, Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just type in Common Debauchery. We're the only thing that pops up. We kind of designed it that way. Like, follow, share, subscribe. Tell your friends and share the episode with your friends. Uh, go back, listen to the old episodes. They're all pretty funny. I was actually listening to a couple old ones earlier today to get up uh, ideas for new content for us going forward to make sure we're not double dipping on certain episodes. And uh, with all that being said, thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been Episode 74, and I'm the Nightmare.
2: I'm the Alley Cat.
0: And I'm
3: Rotten Jack. And this has been Common
2: Common Debauchery. Debauchery.
3: Who's your daddy? Oh, my God.
0: Shit, I hit the wrong button.